This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Shad. I'm a writer for the Viking Age Zone coverage and bring me the news as as well as the Brookings Register. My co-host is Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age. And we do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also in podcast form on Apple and Spotify the very next day. But however you consume us, make sure you rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. We can spread the word to the masses. Adam, welcome back. It's Combine Week. Which are you more excited about? The Combine or all the news that's going to come from outside of the Combine? At St. Elmo's, down at the Lonely Shoe, where everybody's throwing money around, trying to get Kirk Cousins. What what, what are you looking for? Uh, I love this time of year. I love the all the news and the rumors that come out. It's just speculation season. S S Z N. Uh, as the cool kids like to spell it. Um, cause cause the combine, it's cool. Every now and then, a, a guy runs like a four two forty or something like that, or you know, somebody puts up like thirty reps of two twenty five. It's like, oh, wow, cool. But like for the most part, a lot a lot of these guys now don't even really participate in the drills. They just wait till their their pro day to do stuff, and they're basically going there for the the interviews um and measurements and stuff like that um so yeah i definitely look forward to more of the the speculation and rumors to come out i know quasi and kevin o'connell are speaking tomorrow uh i don't expect them to say anything of real relevance on the podium they usually do a little media twin cities scrum afterwards at least quasi did last year and uh more more seems to come out of that um and then, of course, I think they interview with K-Fan and stuff. And I don't expect them to say anything on there either. Quasi, um, uh, what's your top five uh, slow jams of all time? I think they asked Please. about his favorite rappers last year. I'm not yeah. even joking. Um, you're, yeah, you're at the Combine. This, okay, this is what you're asking. Um, five rappers alive. <laughs> Dylon, 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 and Dylon. They all die on. Dating yourself right there. Um, but it's great. But yeah, this time of year is fun because you're not supposed to talk to anybody. But also, you know, Kirk Cousins conveniently releases a uh, a video today of, oh, look, look, everybody. My rehab is going great. I can drop back. Look at me. No, it's just a coincidence that it's the start of Combine Week. It, it doesn't even I just wanted to post this so everyone could see it. <laughs> Acknowledge him. 
<laughs> Acknowledge the head of the negotiating table, Kirk Cousins. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll get to Kirk in a little bit here, but yeah. we're going to talk about something that could, could potentially keep Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, and that's more money. The salary cap went up. Salary cap went up to $255 million. The NFL announced that on Friday. It is a 13.6% increase over last year's salary cap. It is the largest salary cap increase in terms of cap since it was installed in 1994. Teams were projecting about $240 to $250 million for the cap next season. The Vikings now have $35.8 million in cap space heading into the offseason. So, Adam. How should the Vikings use this newfound money? Uh, first, send a thank you card to Taylor Swift for, you know, helping out with increase. Re- no, um, I think it just makes it easier to to get maybe a deal quicker, a deal done quicker with, with like someone like Justin Jefferson. And, and maybe it increases the possibility of bringing back the new hunter. I don't know if it really changes anything with Kirk Cousins, because one, I feel like they've already decided pretty much what they're going to do with him. I don't expect anything to really change this week, if whether they talk or not. With his uh, with his agent, um, and with the salary crap, salary crap. Uh, I guess Freudian slip there. It um, is crap when you think about <laughs> it. it. Really, uh, the salary cap increasing. Um, Kirk Cousins is gonna and his rep- representation are gonna be like, oh well, now we can ask for more money. Um, so yeah, I don't think it, it increases or decreases any chances of of him returning to the Vikings, but I think it makes it a little bit easier. They have a little bit more wiggle room for the Vikings to sign someone like a Justin Jefferson and then maybe, you know, maybe go after one of those top free agents that you maybe didn't think you could get before. Yeah, I, I've seen a little bit of both ways. I mean, I do think it helps you in free agency when you go out there. I, I think, you know, some people have gone online and they've been like, oh, yeah, now we can bring everybody back. We can be, bring Justin Jefferson back and bring Daniil Hunter back. We can bring Harrison Smith back. No. The salary <laughs> cap didn't just go up for the Vikings. It went up for all right. 31 teams. So when I look at this, you basically have the same problem that you had before. Everybody's going to ask for a little bit more money. They see everybody sees that. So, I mean, even Justin Jefferson's going to be like, Hey, can I get like five, 10, 37, million, million? you know, you? little, little, <laughs> little extra in there. Maybe just yeah. possibly like this team needs a lot of things. It, it does. And I, and I know there's some pushback to that being like, well, I mean, they're better than the bears. They have the same record as the bears last season. The lions are better than you. the Packers. The Packers made the playoffs and they have Jordan love at quarterback and a whole a bunch of scrubs around him. Yes. A very young roster. Like, like it, you're, you're behind the eight ball. You need to load up at some point here. And that's why you see all these people jumping online being like, We'll trade Justin Jefferson, even though you won't get as much as you think for Justin Jefferson. But um, that that's beside the point. What did Spielman get for Percy Harvin? Did he get two first round picks? He got a, oh, I looked this up for an article today. He got a first round pick. Oh, and then he traded back in the first round. They, they got a first round pick, and that was Xavier Rhodes. They got a seventh round pick, and I don't know who the heck that was. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then they got, it, it was funny how they reported it at the time of the trade. So it was a mid round pick, which, could be anything, but it was actually a third rounder and they used that to select Jarek McKinnon. So they basically got Xavier Rhodes and Jarek McKinnon for Percy Harvin. I mean, so, with the way Percy Harvin's career turned out after that, yeah, like a pretty fair trade. But I mean, there were warning signs about Percy Harvin yeah. too, that he wasn't yeah. going to last. Yeah, Justin, Je- Justin Jefferson isn't throwing any dumb ba- dumbbells at uh, Kevin O'Connell in the weight room. <laughs> that would be very, hey, Justin, you know, I'm going to give you a game. Oh, ah. <laughs> 
If you keep doing that, you're not going to get any more game balls, Justin. <laughs> None of this weight, weight plate stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I'm using this money and I'm saying, Justin Jefferson, what do you want? Uh-huh. What do you, if it's like something insane, like you want Kirk Cousins money? Like I said last week, if it's something insane, you got to consider trading him. But I, I mean, this, this gives you less of an excuse. You have more money. You have a generational talent. You should pay him. Christian Darisaw, that's another guy that you got to pay. I would use that money towards him. I would earmark like for me, I am not focused on the present at all. My mind is on the future beyond 2024. Do I want to win in 2024? Of course I do. I think there's enough pieces to win, uh, especially, you know, with the NFC next season, but I want to build this thing. I want to take a step forward next year and I want to build this thing into a Super Bowl roster. And I mean, if you're going to throw a whole bunch of money, let's bring Kirk back. Let's bring Daniel back. Let's bring, you know, I, I'm in favor of bringing Daniel back. Like Harrison Smith, yeah, now we don't have to cut him. No, like you need to have a level head about this and not just be like, now we can just force everything into 2024 and go all in. Run it back. Come on. Run man. it back. Run it back. Run it back to that great season they just had and the year before where they lost in the first round of the playoffs to the Giants. Run it back. Um, yeah, everyone's got a lot more money now, so everyone can offer even, you know, teams who might not have been in the or Kirk Cousins sweep, sweepstakes might think they're in there. And I know the Broncos were thrown out, thrown out the other day, and they're not even under the cap yet. Um, so I'm not really sure how they're going to do that. But it's also Sean Payton's team, and Sean Payton's known for his teams being like $150 million, you know, over the cap every year. So um, the Saints are still doing that. They're still recovering from life with Sean Payton as their head coach. Um, but, yeah, I think with Justin Jefferson and, like, it's getting to the point now. I think I'm guilty of this too, where it's it's not even like quarterback money anymore. Quarterback money is going to be like 55, 60 million a year. Like that's what we're getting up to. Um, and so wide receivers like Justin Jefferson getting paid 35, 37 million a year. It's comparable to you know what it was before when quarterbacks were getting 30 million and receivers were getting 15 million, something like that. So um, it looks like a lot. It is a lot of money, but it's just a result of of the salary cap increasing and and guys being able to make more money. So it's a lot of money, but I think he's worth it because I think I talked last time about how some people will be like, well, he only gets the ball like, you know, nine or ten times a game. Yeah, but he impacts the game way more than that. He makes life a lot easier for guys like Jordan Addison and, and Hawkinson when he gets back and even the running game. So, uh, yeah, make sure the Vikings need to lock him down. I think I did see something um, one of the Vikings aggregator accounts or whatever posted that Paul Allen was like emphatic today about the Vikings having zero interest in trading uh, Justin Jefferson. So um, I think we're, we're good on that front. I think that was just uh, some fun, some fun off season talk, hopefully, but uh, you never know. You never know these days, I guess. I saw somebody tweet out, you know, it's, it's a coincidence. Like everybody from every one of the 31 other teams is like, they should trade Justin Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should, yeah, you of course should definitely they should. get rid of it. Especially yeah. did you see the, the, was it Adam Rank the other day? Yeah. Who, yeah. Who's a bear, known Bears fan and he has a Bears podcast. He's like, the Vikings should trade Justin. Oh, really? Really? You should also take Justin Fields in the first round yeah, of your you fantasy should, draft. You guys should keep Justin Fields and, and trade away your first round pick to the Vikings. Christian McCaffrey, fuck that shit. You want Justin Fields at quarterback. I know quarterbacks don't matter, but, you know, this guy's special. He's basically a running back. Listen, you know, just swap football. Fields and Cousins, you know. Yeah. Cousins goes to Chicago, grew up a Bears fan, and uh, Fields will go to Minnesota. Um, last question on this. How much do you think this new – oh, man, I put up the wrong I, – I just noticed I put up the wrong uh, 
that's still relevant graphic but whatever it, it's going to be relevant i mean the cap went up so kirk cousins is going to make a lot more money Let, let's just let's just finish uh this topic up here how much do you think their free agency uh strategy changes with this new cap space mm, i don't think that much i think i i just said like maybe they can go after someone they didn't think they could get before but i don't i think those guys are probably going to want more money because their agents are smart and they're going to be like you can get more money now so you should ask for, for for more money um so i don't know how much it drastically changes it maybe it's easier to you know fill out some of your depth maybe go after some of the positions that don't cost as much like maybe now you can get an expensive kicker i guess <laughs> or expensive punter um hey how would you how would you like to pay harrison butker i don't know if he's a free agent 30 million dollars a year like <laughs> not that much but like expensive for a kicker is like yeah a million a year i think right seven or eight which like you know which doesn't seem as crazy anymore because you have more money um i'd rather they spend their money elsewhere first um but something like that maybe might be where they're able to use that extra money there are some Viking fans that are probably like, just give it, do what it takes to get a good kicker in here. Like, we, we've had enough. Just do what it takes. Look Doesn't what matter. It, how much did they spend on Longwell back in the day? Longwell, I, Bailey. Yeah, Dan, I mean, Dan Bailey was fine. Then Mike Zimmer, like, ruined. Yeah, he, yeah. He, they had, yeah, and they had Carlson, and Mike Zimmer was like, nope, see you later. Um, it's just the Vikings anyways, like doesn't they could get justin tucker in here and he'd miss like five extra points you know i i think the vikings and free agency they're gonna do what they did last season a little bit not quite excuse me not quite to the bargaining uh the bargain bin that they did last year but i think they're gonna go they're gonna look for guys in their mid-20s like uh byron murphy jr and marcus davenport they're gonna sign them to and, and it could be a bigger deal i mean it's not like it's going to be like the two-year deals that are like the one-year deals that they saw last year. Like I think Justin Matabuike should be their top target. I, we need a grown ass man <laughs> in the trenches on defense. Not only Samar Stefan, he takes up two blockers. He's the real deal type stuff. I'm talking about a guy that just like makes centers piss their pants. Like Garrett Bradbury going up against the practice. Like I'm in trouble, dude. This is bad. Like, Dexter Lawrence. Yes. Dexter Lawrence. Uh, Kenny Clark. What's what's the guy from Miami that's a free agent? Christian Wilkins. Yep, yep. yep. I, I couldn't remember his first name, but uh, it sounds like Chris he's going to get tagged somehow. I don't know, but like, yeah, you mentioned it. Like you, Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, like these, Kenny Clark. All these guys are just disruptors in the middle of the defense, and they're going to make your secondary even that much better. So I think I think guys like him at Abuike, if they're going to spend big, that's where they should do it. Harrison Smith, not Harrison Smith. Harrison Phillips, good player. Maybe just a little too nice. bulk up. He's just, he's just a little too nice. <laughs> he's he's too nice. He's he's too nice. Not a bad thing. Not no. a, I mean, man of the year. Yeah, right. Not a, you know, on the football field, it's a bit of a problem. I need you to uh, bite some kneecaps, okay? Yeah, or or just play left end instead of like right in the middle because it doesn't seem just doesn't seem to be good. Um, you know what else they could do with that money? Pay Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh, some of you may have uh, heard uh, the whole Kirk watch thing somewhere else, by the way. And um, I think it's great because, I mean, I came up. So, like, you know, aren't you going to fight? No, I'm not going to fight at all. It's one of the biggest Vikings platforms there is. Like, I was clearly on to something. We didn't trademark it. You know, yes, I know. We should have taken the time to do that. You know where it comes from, right? 
not know. You should know this because this movie was set in San Diego. Anchorman. Because oh. uh, when the panda is pregnant, they have Panda Watch. Oh, and yeah. Brian Fantano is played with by hey, Paul Rudd. We're getting pandas back, by the way. San Diego hasn't had pandas in like three years. Well, not like the black and white ones. We've had red pandas, but like haven't had, we haven't had them in coming back to this so uh, there is a panda watch going on right. in san diego right have you i'm sure the local stations have tried to get a word with them but they I'm, will literally sure. rip their face off yeah. their live nah, pandas are pretty cool they just sit there and eat bamboo all day yeah that's true they're not yeah back hey. to kirk cousin <laughs> <laughs> on to next time on the bears podcast yeah. the actual L- bears, literal not chicago bear. bears literal bears yes um Bill Barnwell of ESPN put out some projections of the free agent class today, including Kirk Cousins. Uh, Barnwell's did some tiers, and lo and behold, there is no uh, quarterback in the franchise tier, hater. But Kirk Cousins was in his Pro Bowl quarterback tier, and he said this. All right, time for a little reading with Chris. Uh, Cousins is unquestionably the best quarterback on the market, though he's recovering from his first serious injury after he tore his right Achilles in late October. Before the injury, Cousins' 63.6 QBR was the ninth best mark in the league, and his 11.2% off-target rate ranked number one in the first half of last season, and he did it without Justin Jefferson for a chunk of that guy time, which was three games any team hoping to win over the next three years that isn't in position to land one of the start top starters in the 2024 draft should be trying to pursue Kirk cousins that's a group that includes the broncos buccaneers falcons raiders steelers and titans with the dolphins and seahawks as outside candidates if they move on from their current starters barnwell went on to project kirk cousins salary at 51 million dollars um i'm out how about you yeah no thanks not having it that that seems like a robust market like everybody was kind of like oh he tore his achilles and now he can get him back for one year deal at 30 million no that, that shit's not happening like he is yeah. he is in full head of the negotiating table mode doing you know throwing footballs at a tennis court near you and just kind of like you know just chilling out that uh that might have been that might have been like their first offer from from kirk's representation and like yeah two years 100 million like yeah. like what no <laughs> so you you know you you're told to like i don't know when you apply for a job or whatever you ask for money from something or whatever you shoot high yeah higher than you probably would because you're what you're really trying to get is something maybe like slightly below that. Um, so like 45 a year, maybe he could get from somewhere else. Like if, I don't know if the Falcon, like the Falcons, do they really, I don't know. I don't know a team that would give him that much money, but it is the NFL and there are team. I mean, Russell Wilson got a lot of money when he was traded to the Broncos, but we also thought that he was still okay. Um, but yeah, 50 million seems a little, a little high for a guy who's going to be 36 in week one coming off of torn Achilles. I know he keeps saying, I'm a back, I'm a pocket passer. It doesn't matter. Um, but you also have to plant on your Achilles uh, in the field, Kirk. So uh, how do you think you tore the first? Um, so yeah, 50 million, a little high. But definitely uh, Vikings would immediately say no to that. Well, and here's where the whole like market thing kind of bites the Vikings here. Like everybody was talking, oh, well, they have more cap space now. Well, a team like Atlanta, who doesn't have a lot more needs, has that cap space. Right. You know, um, a team like, I, I don't know, like the Commanders, the New England Patriots, those are two teams with the most cap space 
in the NFL right now. They got like $70 million in cap space. Like they're good to go. Um, Nick Miller of climb the pocket actually pointed this out. If Mm -hmm. Kirk was coming back to the Vikings, would he be doing all this? Would he be doing the interviews? Would he be, you know, saying the conversations don't start till March? You know, it it just kind of seems like, yeah. Are the Vikings just finding out with his video clip that his Achilles is doing well? They, they haven't had any updates before then. Right. (laughs) Like Kirk hasn't gone to the facility and thrown a football there. Right. He doesn't like, quite listening to one of his top five rappers of all time. And he's <laughs> just like, Oh man, did you see send it to Kevin O'Connell? Like, yeah. hey, did you see yeah. this? Did yeah. you, he's throwing. He's and, still under, he's still technically under contract, so he can use their facilities and stuff. Uh-oh. Yeah. But his his key card no longer works. That's another uh thing. I don't know that, but you know not until March eleventh. Uh, not until the conversations start, apparently. Right. I did see something too where I think I think the guy you mentioned was named Nick Miller. Um, that the Vikings can't really even sign cousins to a new deal um until free agency begins because they can't you can't give someone like a raise within if a, another contract has been signed or renegotiated within within a year. I think is the deal or whatever that was renegotiated last year happened within the year so the vikings have to wait until free agency anyway so maybe that's why cousins has been like well we can't really talk until march well you can work out the you can work out the details yeah the base or whatever and then like that, that's the other thing too i i don't think people like realize and like i think i incorrectly assume this too the 28 million or whatever it is that's a void year that is just there it's like there it no does, matter you what. can't yeah, you can't bake it into a contract. That's what I thought you could do. Like you just say, well, we have 28 million, so we'll just add that to the no. Like that goes at the end of the contract. So you have like if he signs a two-year deal, you're you know paying $28.5 million two years after way, that expires. There is a way it can go down. If he signs an extension before I think it's March eleventh, but he gets a lower per year average, I think, um, than he had before. Which no. So <laughs> So yeah, like, so like, and so, here's the thing: so like, he, he signs could... a new he signs a new deal, and you have whatever his cap it is for next year plus that that twenty eight million. So like, and he yeah. could, I, I mean, it, it just takes a phone conversation for him to be like. And I'm not saying like this. I'm sure he wants to come back. Like, I, I don't think it's like I hate the Vikings. Like, screw them. I'm gonna go somewhere else. I don't think there's any animosity here. But I mean, it, it would just take one phone call to be like, hey, Mike, like. I've made a lot of money. Like I, I want to go back to Minnesota. I'm comfortable there. I love it there and everything else. I mean, we've heard that elsewhere in the Viking sphere, but I mean, that's true. But when you look at the bridge options, you know, you could either pay Kirk cousins, you know, if we're going off the 50, what, what is it? So it's like a $70 million, you know, per year, not per year salary, but I mean, whatever it is, add another 28.5 on it. Yeah. Like that, that's basically what's going on right now. And then you see fully guaranteed. Yeah. And then you, you'd have to add like nine void years. Right. I, I mean, you look at some of the bridge options, like we have the Vikings linked to Sam Darnold by Tom Pelissero, the athletics, Vic Tafer, who is the Raiders beat writer for them. He says, Jimmy Garoppolo was penciled in as a potential replacement for Kirk cousins. Uh, like what Bill he said Bar- about him though, how he could spray it all over the field. I haven't heard that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that that's, that's a bit of a banned term. Yeah. Also, my apologies to the YouTube audience. My contacts are kind of performing a rebellion here. So if I'm like rubbing my face and my eyes, that's what's going on right it's, now. It's like, you're not getting emotional about Kirk? I, yeah, yeah, just watering up right now. Just, just tears of uh, 
I don't even want to call it joy. Like, I, I, I don't wish bad will against Kirk. It's just kind of like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I, like I've said it over and over again. Like, you look at some of these options, like Russell Wilson for $1.3 I mean, yeah, he's weird, but I mean, that type of money, one or two years, that's a bridge quarterback you, right there. You see what he said recently? What's that? He wants to win two Super Bowls in the next five years. So he's not coming here. <laughs> I don't know where he's going doing that. Yeah. I, I As a starter. Yeah, well, let's look at, let's look at, hold on. Hold on. So <laughs> Broncos, that's a nope. He's not going there. Uh, Tampa, mm, they made the playoffs last year. The Falcons, but they would rather have bigger Mayfield. Yes, they would definitely rather have. Uh, the Falcons might rather have Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders, Steelers. no. Steelers, no. Uh, offensive coordinator, Clint Kubiak for the Steelers, right? Or no, no, no. Uh, uh, Raiders. Raiders. No, Saints, yeah. Saints, 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 Saints. 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 Yes. Yes. Uh, congratulations, I guess. <laughs> and this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Saints fans, I'm sorry. <laughs> Who else went there that was with the Vikings? Um, the the old run game coordinator for the Vikings went went with Kubiak. Oh. Uh, the old guy. You know what I'm talking about. Who Kennedy Polamalu? No, 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 no. 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 Uh, the guy who didn't want to get the uh, the stuff in his arm during COVID who uh, had to leave. What's oh, oh, Rick God. Dennison. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's back. He's back. He's with He's with Koobs. Little Koobs. Little Koobs. Not big Koobs. <laughs> big Koobs is somewhere on his ranch. Just... <laughs> chilling and yeah you know boys i used to coach john elway in the super bowl Bowl. hey uh some of these other options that barnwell listed he has another tier it's called borderline starters slash high-end backups jacoby Brissett, joe flacco baker mayfield garner Minshew, ryan Tannehill, Jameis winston jimmy garoppolo nine to 13 million dollars i think baker mayfield is going to make more than that but I mean, that that's kind of what you're looking at. And I did notice somebody replied to you today and said, this is what you wanted. You wanted Jimmy Garoppolo and you, you don't want to win. You want to like, here's the other, like anytime I mentioned Kirk Cousins leaving, like they're like, well, you're, you're, the sky's you're not tank. Like, yeah. no, they're not tanking. <laughs> like they haven't been they doing won, anything with him. They won seven games with Josh Dobbs out there. Well, they were four, four with Cousins. And, yeah. Like I, people this is just, what you get. You get. 500 football if he leaves there's a there's a video out there too it's like some guy playing madden and i guess they just jacked up cousins attributes to like all 99s <laughs> so he's like running he's like doing the bo jackson tecmo wall thing he's like come on kirk cousin come on kirk that that's what some of these people think kirk cousins like is in real life like he's just this all 99 madden club player that you know is bulletproof and i would i just i want seen. people to go and look and see some of the quarterbacks the Vikings have made the playoffs with in their history you got like tavares jackson christian ponder uh, brad johnson randall cunningham when he was like 
36. Uh, Jim McMahon, when he was like on the end of his career. Uh, Tommy Kramer, like they're, they'll be fine. Okay. They'll, Case Keenum. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater. They'll be fine. <laughs> we love us some Case Keenum too. Right. Like the world is, the sky is not falling if Kirk Cousins goes away. I, I put out a post the other day on Twitter about like once you realize that like, a lot of some of the most vocal people on Twitter started rooting for the Vikings, you know, 2018 or later, then it's a lot easier to understand, you know, why people are the way they are. And a lot of people are like, you know what? You're right. I'm like, yeah, I know. Cause, it, cause everyone's like, Oh no, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> they like him and he likes us. It's they really fine. Like it's us. fine that they like him. And, and I understand, like I was super pissed when they wanted to trade Randy Moss. Cause he was really like, probably like my first favorite player player still still really is um and so when they traded him i was like what are they doing they're like they're never gonna win again um and you know what they were okay two or three years later but they were fine yeah they almost made the playoffs that year like dante's dante's knee exploded and then brad johnson came out of nowhere and i guess that's kind of adding to the point like brad johnson came in and like all right guys got my walker let's do this and like well, and everyone looks at last year and they're like, oh, well, we're just going to do what we did last year and have three different random quarter. No, no, no one wants to do that. <laughs> no one wants to play four different quarterbacks. That's never that's never the plan. Yes. OK. Yeah. So but basically they just need to draft somebody. The, the bridge quarterbacks like you read those names and every name I'm like, eh, like that, you know, that uh, the, the, who's the guy from Oh, Larry David, the the, the Larry David yeah. GIF where he's like, eh. Just draft somebody. Just, just. Well, this week's a perfect week to formulate some opinions as the NFL scouting combine is taking place. Uh, it will go down Indianapolis this week. I think it runs through the weekend, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Thursday uh, Sunday. Yes, it's a place where executives will go to St. Elmo's and talk about their pending free agents or even What's guys that, they want to sign. Street? What's that? What's that? Sesame Street? Elmo? Not not that at St. Elmo's. (laughs) There's a little bit more. So like I heard too, there's like St. Elmo's and then there's like a knockout, like a knockoff St. Elmo's. So it's not as the the shrimp cocktail apparently is like the the thing to get. Never, never been a fan. Not a cold shrimp guy. Mm, I need it fried. Okay. I was gonna ask if you're a warm shrimp guy or you just don't Uh, like it. You know what? I can I can eat it warm without breading. Give me this, give me some some butter or something. I can do it. Some shrimp Alfredo. Yeah. Little, I mean, be a little rich for the blood, but it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I always go, um, I always go mac and cheese, and then you get the andouille sausage in there, and then you have shrimp with it and a little bit of hot sauce. And like, I don't know, it's probably gonna kill me in like five years, but I mean yeah. it's still super good. But Sounds like heartburn. Yes, it it's <laughs> tremendous. You gotta make sure at my age, you gotta make sure you get the Prilosec out there. And, uh, yeah. Yes. Viking AIDS podcast presented by Prilosec. Um, <laughs> what's po- which position groups are you interested in at this year's combine? Oh, kicker, um, quarterback, obviously. But I, I, at this point, I think JJ McCarthy's throwing. Um, I think he's one of the few that's actually throwing this week. Pretty much everyone else is like, mm, nah, not gonna do that. Um, which I don't blame them because if they're throwing to guys they never thrown to, and so, but some guys just just want to they just want to throw. They don't even care. They're like, whatever, I'll just throw. Um quarterbacks receivers i think i don't think we're thinking about receivers a lot because they got justin jefferson and jordan addison but they need a third guy they, and hawk especially since hawkinson's going to be banged up for the first part of the year they need they need someone i don't think kj osborne's going to come back so they need and 
Jalen Naylor is not probably going to fill that role. Brandon Powell maybe will come back and, and do that, but I think receiver would be interesting. At least someone, you could find someone maybe on day three. Uh, Puka Nakua was drafted on day three. You can uh, find somebody. Stefan Diggs, too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so receiver, and then on the defensive side of the ball, hmm, I mean, edge rusher is obvious. Uh, cor- I feel like they need more depth at corner, so I would I would look at those those as well. But uh, but at the same time, like, what do you even look for in the combine? Like at this point, what? Because forty times we, I think a, a lot of us are familiar enough or, or smart enough to look at forty times and be like, okay, that's just like one element of a prospect. That's no longer like back in the day when the Raiders would draft Darius Hayward Bay because he ran like a four three five, uh, but you know couldn't catch. Uh, that seems to be important when you're a receiver. But like nowadays, it's like, okay, they run they run a 4-3 in the 40, but, you know, what's their their 10-yard splits and 20-yard splits and 30-yard splits, things like that. Like, I think there's a lot smarter people that pay attention to that sort of stuff than, than there used to be. So uh, watching the combine, obviously, I think I pay attention more to the commentary more than the actual stuff going on the field. Like when Steve Smith's talking or Daniel Jeremiah's on there, I think I pay attention more to that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll watch some of it, but... I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to like push, you know, things aside, move things on my calendar to make sure I'm watching the combine. Yeah. I mean, when you see a guy with a fast 40 time, it kind of encourages you to like, take a look like, all right, is this guy good or just really fast? Um, you know, you were talking about, you were joking about kickers. Like what kind of drills would they have for like the kicker? Like kick this ball, just (laughs) all right, we're going to fill this stadium up and like everybody's just going to scream you know game winning super bowl mm-hmm. and by the way here's here's chris jones with like no uh nobody in front of him to stop right. him He's listen our kicker can run him. a four two okay yeah what can your kicker do <laughs> okay. our kicker could bench 230 45 times like what what, what are you listen, doing? dan campbell would take that and he'd be like kicker can run four two we can run some jet sweeps and some fake field goals with that with that kick. we need it we need a head coach combine like yeah, Andy Reid won a pass punt kick contest he did back a in the long day. Time ago. And if you've seen, if you haven't seen the video, it's freaking it's hilarious because yeah. he's like bigger than everybody else. But like Dan Campbell and the bench press, just like you know, he's got his mentality. Like, all right, bro, let's go. Let's go. I had like three venties this morning for this I mean, shit. Just like boom, boom, there's a, boom. There's, there's a lot of guys like that. Like Dan Campbell, D'Amico Ryan's, Robert Sala is pretty jacked. I feel like Sean uh, McVay could kill it. I think. Uh, well, he's got short arms. So maybe he can do it well on the bench yeah. because he doesn't have to push him as high. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of guys now that are like, even Kevin O'Connell, he's pretty tall and, and, and fit. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, and what, what's, who's a Gerard Mayo? I feel like he's probably still not exactly playing shape, but uh, he probably do some, do some what drills pretty well. Was it hard knocks where Dan Campbell was doing pushups? Did you see, did you watch that uh, season? Yeah. I mean, I like, think everybody watched that scene. This Dan Campbell guy's <laughs> awesome, and then yeah. then he like went for it on every fourth down under the <laughs> sun, and people were like, huh, this guy, I don't know about this guy. Um, so like I said, you're obviously looking for the quarterbacks at the combine, but not a lot of them throw anymore. Uh, there are three jackrabbits at the combine. You got Isaiah Davis running back, who nice little maybe like a late round pick. I South would Dakota, say. right? South Dakota State. Oh, if you you say South Dakota, you know, my my sister made that mistake uh, a while ago when she was, I think it was like Iowa State and somebody playing in the Big 12 title game. And she goes, oh, yeah, Iowa's playing. I'm like, if you say that in the wrong part of Iowa, you're screwed. Like Like Michigan, Michigan State. 
Yeah, yeah. If you go to Iowa City, you'd go, oh, yeah, it's Iowa. And you're like, no, that's not Iowa. That's, Way that's different. Iowa. Way black, different. Black and yellow. Uh, Garrett Greenfield, offensive tackle, guard, Mason McCormick. I'm interested in the running back. Like, I, I am not going to let this running thing, like, go. I am one of the few people who are like, running backs do matter. Like, if you don't have a running game, it's a problem. And usually, if you have a running game, you have a very good running back behind it. Um, I would rather draft one than pay one in free agency because I know Tony Pollard's a target. Some people have kicked around the idea of signing Saquon Barkley, which would be fun, no, but no, no, I, no. I don't think I, I I like Barkley from the standpoint where he's a dog, as the kids say, right? Like he he's gonna go out there, go give a hundred percent and everything else. But I mean, the injuries and everything you know, all the stuff that he's had, it's just kind of like, nah, I, I'd rather kind of go take a guy in the second, third or fourth round and plug him in. Hell, maybe even take a guy in like the sixth or seventh round. Like they, do that. they, they still have Dwayne McBride. Dwayne McBride could be coming any second. Now they had a starter grade on. Are the red out of his eyes? Like the Terminator. <laughs> um, Sorry. Thor. Well, like Ty Chandler, he didn't play at all when he was a rookie, right? Not, not really. No, I think maybe, maybe week 18 when they played all their, subs against the bears um but then this year got more playing time so maybe same thing dwayne mcbride hopefully because they had you know they said they had a starter grade on him um but yeah i'd rather have them draft someone too because they have the the needs that they have the money could be spent better on those like defensive line edge rusher like that if you're going to spend your money spending on that stuff you know guard center maybe um because yeah like if you're not going to pay dalvin cook the money that he was okay with making you're not they're not paying for Barkley or Josh Jacobs or Tony Powell. So. Yeah. Maybe there's, there's some other guys like how, how much do you think like Austin Eckler would cost? Like, I think he might be interesting to. Well, and bring. here, here's another interesting thing. The Vikings went after David Montgomery last off. Right. And he wound up getting $6 million. So yeah. I don't know. Like if Beckler's cool with making six mil or something, I mean, cause I think he'd be interesting. I think he'd be, he, he would definitely that, improve that Vikings screen offer. game. Yeah. It's like right now, it's just like, ah, ah. That's the but, thing, too, with like running backs. I'm like, does it does it even matter who they have back there? Because it's just going to suck anyways, because Kevin O'Connell doesn't really know how to call an effective run game. The running pay- playbook is just filled with screens. And is like, it even his fast. fault? Is it the person who's in? Because I think they have a run game coordinator. I think maybe the running backs huh? coach is the run game coordinator. Maybe is it, is it more in the fault of them? I don't know, but that's something. And I, I feel like with the way that with what Sean McVay did last year and switching his run game, I feel like. Kevin O'Connell is going to be like, you know, maybe we should uh, try something else. And uh, look what Sean did. Try that power. Mm-hmm. Like that. that's the thing, too. It's like the power on the Vikings roster. It's just not there. Like Sean McVay went power and Kyron Williams is like one of the best backs in the NFL. Right. I don't know how long it'll last because he's kind of small, but right. If they went power, good. Alexander Mad- Madison would probably be a lot more effective. I would agree with that. If he had like, the ball too. he's going to be on the roster next yeah. year. Like, I think he should get a shot. Like that sounds sounds crazy coming from me, <laughs> but but you know what I mean. Like if you change if you change the scheme and go, hey, you probably weren't best for his zone because that that's like this game. It's like straightforward. He doesn't get a lot of yards after contact, but I mean, right. he he is he can run see the over. hole and go, not see four holes and pick the right one. He, he he breaks tackles, but he just has to do it. He has to break tackles in the backfield because he's not fast enough to get out of the backfield before the defense gets there. And you also have an offensive line who lets opposing rushers into the backfield. Eric like, Bradbury. 
Gary Bradbury, Dalton Reisner. Are you bringing Reisner back? Uh, I think he's going to get a good offer somewhere else and be out of the Vikings price range. I, there's a couple like who's the guy from the from the Rams that um, is it? Uh, Kevin Dotson? Is that his name? Yes. Um, I was going to say Zeitler, but no, Dotson's. Um, so they can go after him, or I think there's another. Uh, Brad Allen? Did he? I think he just got released from. And he was with the Rams when Kevin O'Connell was there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about Reisner coming back. I think he would like to. I think he enjoyed his time with the Vikings, but also at the same time, if you're the Vikings, do you really want to pay? Like they, it took them so long to bring him in last year, and he was like, like in the summer, he was like, I want to play here, <laughs> I want to be here. And they're like, okay. Yeah, right. but we got Ezra Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. And then they, yeah, then they signed him and they sat him on the bench. So like, I don't yeah, know. It, his, it, his price depends on it. It took a lot. Um, let's wrap things up. You know what's going on at the Viking Age right now, man? Well, we're getting ready for the combine. Obviously, like I said, Quasi and Kevin O'Connor are speaking tomorrow. Um, I don't have the exact times in front of me, but I know they're both speaking tomorrow, and I think it's within like fifteen or half an hour. Of each other. I think Kevin O'Connell goes first, and then like 15 or 30 minutes later, Quasi's on the podium too. So uh, we'll hear from them. Not so, like, it's more Rick Spielman responses than it is Mike Zimmer responses from the uh, the current regime up there. So I wouldn't expect to learn a whole lot. I'm sure they're going to get asked about Kirk Cousins, and I'm sure they're going to be very, very, very political about it and be like, oh, we'd love to have Kirk back. And, you know, just have to, we got to negotiate and see what works for both sides. Um, I th- you know how I feel about Kirk. You know, sometimes <laughs> I just think of Kirk. You know, uh, just, just a consummate uh, professional. Just yeah, just goes about know. his job the right way. We're gonna just, we're gonna uh, hear that. We should we should do we should do like combine press conference bingo. I feel like oh, <laughs> like if I if I didn't want to watch Raw tonight, I would totally make a combine right. press just, conference bingo. There's so many cliches that are gonna be said tomorrow. Um, so they, we'll write some takeaways probably and have those up on, on Wednesday. Um, and then of course we'll have more stuff on free agency. Keep an eye on anything in the combine that happens. There's obviously going to be rumors and stuff probably about Kirk to come out this week. So we'll keep up, up to date on that. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of other stuff that we always like to write about. And where can people follow you on social media, social media? Uh, you can find me at Adam Patrick NFL on Twitter and on threads. There you go. Twitter, the most important thing ever. Or X, as some people call it. I saw, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Thor's tweet on it. He's like, me and the gallows, they're like, you can walk if you just call it X. Did you, goes, see, the, did you see the one, the post he had where he censored the, the image? No. It was like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he said, well, he posted like an image of, he's like, there's this quarterback who people weren't really high on, who was in, in an offense that ran a lot and he didn't get to pass a lot. Um, and but you know it's so sensitive i don't want to show anybody so we put like the the sensitive image blocker on it and you have to click okay or whatever to, to see it it was a picture of aaron Rodgers at kale here let, let let me do this before i drop my so i know i was saying we were wrapping up but i i just wanted to hit this now that you mentioned and he's on the uh on the thumbnail for this episode on youtube oh jj jj mccarthy like what you know you mentioned he's gonna throw mm-hmm. what do you think of him I'm fine. I'm fine with him if they get if they get him. It seems like a lot of people have said he would fit the the offense that the Vikings run the you know the the McVay Shanahan scheme. Uh, you know, fitting in there with you know the play action and throwing on the run and stuff like that. Um, he's accurate. He seems to be able to th- to throw under pressure. I know he didn't throw 
a lot at Michigan, but he didn't have to um, because Harbaugh likes to run the ball a lot. Um, but when he, when he, you know, he did have to throw in, in third down situations, uh, he seemed to come up a bunch. Um, so like these, these at first when I, I'll be honest when at first, like when I first heard about JJ McCarthy and even before like the college football season ended and people were like, Oh, you know, maybe he's a, a guy that the Vikings go after. And I'm like, but he doesn't even throw the ball. Like why Michigan doesn't even trust. Him. Why would, why should, why would he be good? And it's like, but they didn't, it wasn't the fact they didn't trust him. They just didn't need him to do that stuff. Um, if you go even back to like Stanford and Jim Harbaugh, he kind of did something similar with Andrew Luck. And that's, he did that with Andrew Luck where they ran the ball a bunch. Um, and nobody complained about that. No. Um, but yeah, I'll be curious to see what he does this week. I, I don't think it's really going to change my opinion on uh, what he does. Of course, if he, you know, you know, falls out or whatever, his stock's going to go higher. I do think if the Vikings want to get him, they're going to have to trade up. Yeah. I think probably to, probably to five to with the Chargers. I think I've know. heard. I have heard a rumor that Harbaugh would take him, McCarthy at what? That he would just say long term, short term. So oh, Justin I don't Herbert, and then you know, I don't think the Chargers owners would do that. I don't think they would okay that. They just invested a lot of money in Justin Herbert. I don't think they would. And that's the thing with the Chargers owners is they don't open up. The, they're like the Twins owners, right? They don't open up the right. purse strings a lot. They paid for Harbaugh, but no, yeah. they're not, not going to be like. Yeah, we're we're not gonna pay for you, so you can sabotage our quarterback, and we still have to pay for him. So, yeah, I'd be very surprised. You know, we've heard a lot about New England trading down. I think I saw something. I think Jeremiah said it would take like three first round picks. To, I think it, it was a question about the Vikings, what it would take like to trade up, and he said three first round picks, like one this year, next year, and the year after. And if you get a quarterback who can play, you know, almost immediately and be your franchise, and you get that rookie scale contract i don't really care how many first round picks it really takes like obviously not like six or seven um well you don't need the it's first gonna be worth the hits. right it's gonna be worth it you can go out you can sign you can fix your weaknesses in free agency and you can just have your new franchise quarterback lead you to victory right and like, you also don't know what's going to happen in the future you could trade like you could trade christian derisaw down the line and, and get a first round pick or something like that if, if things mm-hmm. don't work out so like yeah. it's just because you trade away a first round pick now doesn't mean you won't have one down the line Look at the Wolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves are the best team in the West, and uh, <laughs> they traded five first-round picks for Rudy Gobert. A little different in the NBA, but, you know, same, same energy there. Just go all in. Trade. They traded, like, half their roster, too, to bring him in. Like, last year, it was like, get him out of here, and now it's like, it, yeah, it didn't, whoa! It, it didn't look good last year. This year's <laughs> better. But, no, I, I, teammates. <laughs> I'm fine with, with McCarthy. Actually, he. Um, I just wrote about it before we came on. On the Viking Age, how he's the consensus uh, pick for the Vikings within the last week, based on like all the mock drafts that have come out, he's he's the pick now, which which usually tells you that people are you know they're either hearing stuff or they're picking up on stuff. Like the Vikings like this guy and and they want to go after him, so um, I'm fine with if they pick him. And I'm curious too to see how he rises after the draft. Right, he's like sitting down, doing the interviews and that sort of stuff. You know, does he wind up becoming? A top five quarterback. I heard he's a little weird. Ooh, out yes. there. He does do the he what didn't he like meditate or something? Meditation, yeah. But eh, whatever. A lot of people meditate. Kevin O'Connell's from California. He should he should meditation is like he shouldn't give a shit about that. Some people take darkness or he, 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 like, he might like that. Yeah, like do the ayahuasca thing. As long as they don't show up like high on it on Sundays, I don't really care. But is that where is that where Kirk's been this offseason? Maybe is that how, he, that how he's been doing it. 
that was Aaron Rodgers advice. Like, have you tried ayahuasca? Wait, that sounds like a sit. No, 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 it's not. Trust me. <laughs> we, yeah, we didn't really, we didn't really, I kind of glossed over now. Kirk's, we kind of glossed over Kirk's video too, about how like, what do you know, it came out today. Hey guys. Yeah. Hey. If you slow it down, he should just he should just do a video where he just turns around, points to the back of it, and gives a big ass thumbs up. Like, <laughs> it's good, guys. Look at the cap. And I think I saw some people were like, "Yeah, he's just showing it off to Vikings fans." Like, oh yeah, sure, okay, okay. All right, <laughs> let's wrap this shit up. Uh, you already mentioned all your stuff. I'll mention mine. Follow me at the Real Krishad. I'm on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. I'm on TikTok. I posted some Kirk Cousins offseason highlights on there uh, earlier today. Some guy said, oh, there's nothing good coming out of this guy's mouth. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, Fuck you, first of all. But (laughs) thank you for watching. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and I'm on Instagram, too. I'm doing I'm trying to do more Instagram stuff. So that's a lot of fun. But uh, that is all the time we have for the Viking Age podcast today. We do this every Monday with a late week episode right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're in podcast form on Apple and Spotify the very next day. However you consume us, make sure you rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. We can spread the word to the masses. For Adam Patrick, I am Chris Shad. This has been the Viking Age Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.